Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
round of applause as Brother Kofi comes up to share his testimony. Good, mo- good morning. Yeah, I would like to share two testimonies. My name is Kofi, by the way, and I'm from Apache Branch. Amen. Um, I'd like to share two testimonies of how God delivered me from death. And pain. Um, I was in Joburg uh, one day, and I went to. I wanted to go and see one of my former colleagues in Pretoria. His name was McCarthy. Is McCarthy. And so, as I was going to take the train, I I was approaching Park Station, and I saw a guy holding a gun to a car, and that was the only car on the road, and I was the only guy on the road. And I was about three steps away from that car. Um, so as I was going, the, I finished crossing the streets and the car sped off. Sped off and so I was the only target now in sight of the guy. And apparently his friend was on the other side. As I was walking, I looked back and they were following me <laughs> with a gun. So I, I was just saying, no way, not today. By God's grace, I must escape. <laughs> Because I was holding my guitar, and it took, you know, it took me a long time to get that guitar. So as I was carrying my guitar, hey, by God's grace, they didn't do anything to me till I reached the corner. And that was all I needed, just the corner. And then I was gone. <laughs> so I thank God for that. The second one, the second one, I ran into some financial difficulties, so even food was hard to come by. And um, there was a day, I mean, I'd, the previous day I'd eaten nothing. And so the next day, what happened was that I was going to catch the school bus. As I was approaching the bus, there was a car parked a distance away. So I, saw, I said, no, this car is parked. So. so as I was crossing the street to get to the bus, I just see the car, the corner of my eye speeding, and it hit me into the bus. So... So I hit into the bus. The bus driver was now worried. And the guy got out of his car, the guy who hit me, and he began to check his car. And he began to check if his car is all right. So anyway, I left him. I had no pain, by God's grace. No pain in my body. I went to, I went to climb the bus. As I was climbing the bus, the guy was still talking and insulting me. So I, I got down from the bus and I went to him. I said, I said, what's the problem? And then he said, why did you come in front of my car? <laughs> and then I looked at his car. I said, I looked at him. And now people were coming outside of the hospital and the reses. And so I looked at him. I said, I put my hand on his shoulder. I said, sorry. <laughs> I said, sorry. He got confused. He didn't know whether to go into his car. He went into his car. He came outside, looked at You know, he was co- just confused. 
you know, and I thank God he delivered me from death. Amen. God is Glory be to God. Continue clapping your hands as we welcome Sister Bui to come and share her testimony. Hallelujah. My name is Bui. I'm the one of the servants of God. That's God's sake from the darkness to the light. I just want to greet the Holy Spirit with us, and I just took, want to greet our pastor, Rev. Daniel. I want to thank God about my life. December, I was sick in hospital for the whole month. I, I have operation. I started from ICU to 5F, and they wasn't see what is going on in my body. And at last, when I was almost there, they see what is, is what's happening on my body. There is something wrong in my heart. So I want to thank God about my life. I want to thank God that I didn't forget about him. I was have faith that he's going to help me, no matter what, because I know I'm, I'm his daughter. So I just want to encourage you that you must trust God and you must have faith in him and you must be faithful to him with everything you are doing so that he can help you again. Yeah, that's all. Thank you very much. Glory be to God. Continue clapping your hands as we welcome Sister Cinderella to come and minister in song. Darkest grave, but God bless me to see another. 
another day Oh, just one more day Even when I did it wrong He was still there oh, oh, I'm so glad that God still hears A sinner's prayer I'm so glad that God still hears A sinner's Without sin, let it cast the first stone. Cause they ain't nobody perfect, but a man sitting on the throne. Now it's about time for us to stop judging one another. Stop acting holier than thou and start lifting up your brother. Oh, but I know all I've seen and come short of his glory. Yeah. But I'm glad that I'm here to tell the story. Oh, I could have been dead, slipping in my grave. My dark, dark kiss correct But God bless me to see Another day Oh, just one more day Even when I did it wrong He was still there oh, oh. I'm so glad that God still hears A sin is I'm so glad that God still hears a sinner's prayer. Now let me pray, let me pray now. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now give us this day our daily bread. Forgive our debtors and lead us not, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us, Lord, deliver us from evil. For Thou is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever. Forever and ever I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm so glad God still hears the sinner's prayer I'm so glad I'm so glad I'm so Are you glad? I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad God still hears a sinner's prayer. Amen.
Hallelujah. Amen. Well, stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. All right. Wow. Kaka. It's good to see you. What a shock. Um, we want to sing this song. We sing it usually when Bishop is around. But that's actually the song we want to sing each time before we preach. Alright, so starting from today, the first of 52 Sundays in the year, we want to sing it. Amen. Amen. Alright, whilst we're singing it, if it's, if it's possible, those of you who feed your municipality, that area, if you can just move to um, Gungundluvu municipality so that, do you get it? So it's not like we're trying to draw the map of Africa or, or something. You, you get what I'm saying? You let's be singing, they will get my instruction. There's a wind blowing. There's a wind I want blowing. everybody to learn it, all right? All across the land. Fragrance breeze from a heaven. Fragrant breeze from heaven. It's blowing once again. I don't know where it comes from. Don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it goes. Let it blow for me. Oh, 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 oh. Sweet wind. Come and blow. Come and blow for me. That's the rain are pouring. There's a rain. Showers from above, showers from above. Messy drops are coming. Messy drops, messy drops of love. Turn your face to heaven, turn your face to Let the water pour. Let the water pour. Let it pour, let it pour for me. That's a fire. That's, That's a, a fire. That's a fire falling from the sky. Falling from the sky. Awesome tons of fire. Awesome tons of fire. Consuming you and I. Consuming you and I. Can you feel it burning? Can you feel it burning? Burn the sacrifice. Sacrifice. Let it burn, let it burn over me. Say, 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 sweet fire, sweet fire. Come and burn over me. Say, 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 sweet fire, sweet fire. Come and burn over me. Come and burn over me. I say, I say, I Sweet fire, sweet fire, come and burn over me, come and burn over me. For the love, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say, sweet fire, come and burn over me, come and burn over me, Father. We surrender to you this morning.
let the fire of your spirit, let the rain of your spirit, and let the wind of your spirit fill us today. As we journey into a new year, fill us with your spirit. Enable us. Challenge us. Drive us. Let us see every single promise you have made come to pass in our lives. Thank you for bringing us thus far. And thank you for where you are taking us to. We give you glory, Lord. We give you praise. As we come before your word, fill every heart here with faith. Fill me with your spirit and use me to your glory. More of you and none of me. Use my members to your glory. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a louder amen. amen. Why don't you go around wish three, four, five people happy new year, happy new year. Some you are seeing for the first time. Wish them happy new year, happy new year. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Wish somebody happy new year. together again. With one accord Something good is going to happen Something good is in store We We are are together together again Just praising the Lord We are together again Just praising the Lord we are together again with one accord. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Something marvelous. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Something marvelous. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store. We are together again. Just praising the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you are expecting something good? 2018 will bring so many good things. I said 2018 will bring so many good things. If you believe it, shout amen. Hallelujah. My first prophecy to you this year is that this year you will give a testimony. I said this year you will give a testimony of God's goodness. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wow. What an exciting way to start the year. I am looking forward to so many good things. Yeah, so many good things. 
I'm excited to see you this year. I'm excited that this year our bishop and prophet has prophesied into the year that it will be a year or it is a year of good things. Hosea 12 verse 13, the Bible says that by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet, he preserved them. This year, God by his prophet preserve you. Yeah. So the prophecy that has gone forth is that the year will be a year of good things. It will happen. That prophecy, through that prophecy, God will preserve you. That's what I believe. I believe it with all my heart. Because the Bible says so. It says, by a prophet, God delivered Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, God could have used something else to preserve them, but he used a prophet to preserve them. As, as he had delivered them. So this year, as we go, as we are in the year, through that same prophet, or through the prophet of God, God is going to preserve us. Amen. Let somebody say amen. amen. Wonderful. So this year, all your dreams that you had, you know, last watch night service, we made a list of, how many of you are here for the watch night service, by the way? Okay, if you are not here, I'm just telling you, you have a chance today also. We made a list of five good things. Five good things that we are believing God to do for us. And I'm talking about major things. As for you have a flu and God has healed it. It's, he's been doing it. He's been telling your neighbor, we've been having it. We've been having it. No, we've been having it. It's not like we are taking it for granted, but I just want you to know that we've been having it. So I'm talking about five major good things that we are believing God for. Hallelujah. And it will come to pass. And I let you make a list of them. And we believe God and we pray. So if you were not here over the Christmas or over the period, the anointing is still lingering around. The prophecy is still around, you know. So make a list of five. One of, on my list, one of them is that 2018, I want to build a house. Yeah, I want to build a house. And I have started aggressively. Hey! My God. Too aggressive. It's too aggressive. Because we are just seven days into the year. I've almost finished making a wall. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm not joking. One of the prayers we prayed, watch night service, Bishop, was I was talking was for speed. Speed in whatever we are doing. Do you see? So if we are building, look, people, Solomon used 13 years to build a house. Do you get it? So if we want to build a house in one year, it means you must do what is done in 13 years in a year. So you have to move with, there's no holiday. Even yesterday, when we were having the royal wedding, builders were laying blocks on my property. Yeah. No, no speed, no rest. They can't go for the royal wedding. They should lay bricks. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you saw the wedding on the internet? What a wedding. What a wedding. My God. I still maintain that the only wedding that can surpass that wedding 
will be Daniela's wedding or your wedding. I mean, the vice president and his wife was there. The former president was there. How many of you don't know the wedding I'm talking about? A lot of you. Okay. Yesterday, yesterday, um, Pastor Joshua, who, who is Bishop's second son, got married. Yeah, so yesterday was his wedding. Yes, he got, he got married. He's the pastor of the First Love Church. He got married and assistant to Bishop Doug at the First Love Church. And he had his wedding yesterday. Look, I can tell you that since Diana of Wales married Prince Charles, we have not seen such a wedding. No, since Diana of Wales, we have not seen any wedding like that before. Beautiful wedding. Something beautiful will happen to you. Hallelujah. So having declared that the year is a year of good and and that that declaration is from Matthew Matthew 7 verse number 11. Bible says, and if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father, how much more will your heavenly father give to them who ask him for the Holy Spirit? Do you get it? So that, that prophecy is taken from this scripture. It's also in Luke chapter 11, I think, verse 13. That prophecy is there. That if as evil as we are, we are able to give good things, then how much more God? Hallelujah. And the ultimate good gift that God can give you is the Holy Spirit. This year, may you be filled with the Holy Spirit in a mighty way. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to speak about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hey, it will be fantastic. Well, I don't know how much time they are giving me today, but with the time allotted to me today, I want to share with you two important keys you need for 2018. Hallelujah. Two important keys we need for 2018. Now, those of you who don't have tablets, you are still using... um, Manual. This year is the year that you use a tablet. The prophecy you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you. I said 2018, you would use electronic devices. Either you use a, a tablet or a very good phone. Do you get a very good phone? And when we say a phone, I mean, you know. A good phone. I'm just talking about a good phone. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Okay. Hallelujah. A phone that you can store your things in the cloud. And you pull it down as and when you want to use it. You don't need a memory card. You don't need a USB external hard drive. No, you just put your things in the cloud. Do you get it? And when you want to use it, you pull it down from the cloud and you start to use it. I see you getting a device like that. Hallelujah. So two important keys you need for 2018. Hebrews chapter 6. We want to read our main scripture for today. Hebrews chapter 6. The Bible says in verse 12, 
Be ye not slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. For when God had made a promise to Abraham and could swear by none greater, he swore by himself, saying, In blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, will I multiply thee? And when he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the word of God. So this is our main scripture for this discussion. Hopefully next Sunday we may wrap it up or something like that. But anytime I'm around, this is where we are taking it from. Amen. Say amen. Say a nicer amen. Amen. Good. You are beginning to learn how the preaching goes. <laughs> so if you know that from amen, we'll go to a nicer amen. Why don't you just say a nicer amen from the beginning so we don't say it twice? Please, injury time, you add it to my time. They waste my time. I don't waste theirs. Hallelujah. So here, the Bible is telling us of somebody who's beginning a journey. And he's using Abraham as the example of this illustration. So the Bible says in verse 13 that God had made a promise to Abraham. But seeing that he could not swear, they were like they were making an agreement. And there was nobody to sign with. Or he could not swear by any greater. Because anytime you have to take an oath, you need somebody greater. Say, Kaka and um, Ralph are having an agreement. And they want to make, they need somebody greater so that they can all take an oath in front of the person. So that that person is the witness and the enforcer of the testament. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when God was making that agreement with Abraham, he had nobody greater than himself. I'm just letting you know how great God is. There was nobody. He looked everywhere. He couldn't find somebody to who is greater than both of them. Do you get it? To swear by. So, Bible said he could swear by none greater. So, he swore by himself. He's the ultimate. He swore by himself. Saying, in blessing. He said these two things. 2018, these two things are going to happen to you. In blessing, will I bless you. And in multiplying, will I multiply you. He said it to Abraham. This is what is going to happen to you. So, they, 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 they. They had the agreement. So Abraham was now journeying with that promise. So Paul tells us in verse 12 what Abraham had to do to obtain the the promise. So that same prophecy that good things will happen to you in 2018, the way Abraham managed to obtain the promise is the same way you and I can obtain the promise. Hallelujah. So it says, do not be lazy. Verse 12. 2018, don't be lazy. What's your name again? Bulelua. 2018, don't be lazy. Roll up your socks and get to work. I don't know why I came to you, but you seem to be the nearest. But 2018, do not be lazy. He starts the, I didn't write the Bible. You can say, oh, he's, when he saw me there, he put it in the Bible. It's your, I, I even didn't, I even didn't bring a Bible. No, as they say, I didn't did it. <laughs> Paul is the one who wrote it. He said, don't be lazy. 
You have just entered grade 12. Do not be lazy. I'm coming to give an advice to all of you who have entered grade 12. And I want the whole church to be a witness to it. Starting from tomorrow. If you can study a minimum of two hours a day. Starting from the 8th of January. 2018 in the year of our Lord. If you can study two hours every single day. And I don't mean you are doing assignment or you are doing homework. Homework is not studying. It's homework. Assignment is not project. No, I mean after you have finished everything you have been told to do by your teacher, then you study two hours. 9 to 11 p.m. every single day, or 8 to 10, or 10 to midnight, there is no reason why you fail the matric. There is no reason. There's no reason. I remember a couple of years ago, I said the same thing to a certain girl. She, she was in grade 10, and she started it from grade 10. When her results came, even before she wrote the exam, I took her results from the term before, and I wrote on the results. Okay, this subject, you will get this grade. This subject, you get. When we totaled it, it was 46. When her results came, when she brought it, 46. Straight. I can, you can't tell. I could tell from what I was looking at that, okay, Africans is a little oppressive, so... So, Africans, I gave her five. Yeah. And the rest of the things, I gave her seven throughout. When the results came, she had five sevens. And then accounting, five distinctions. And then accounting, instead of a seven, she had a six. That year, the accounting was very difficult. I think the money was a lot. Anyway. (laughs) She had a six. Then Africans... Instead of a five, she had a six. Yeah, 46 straight. Yeah, I think she's coming here next week or something. I'll show you a real human being. All my stories are true, especially my Sunday stories. Look, somebody asked me recently, that how do you, how come that you have so many stories? Are they all true? I said, look, I have so many stories that I don't need to make a lie for a story. Because I have enough. Even this thing. I have countless stories. Yeah. Yeah, If I tell you that my 40 minutes will not be enough. Hallelujah. Let somebody say amen. Amen. So what was I saying before the matrix? Don't be lazy. If you're a wife, don't be lazy. Wake up and be a hard-working wife. If you're a husband, don't be lazy. Wake up and be a hard-working husband. At your workplace, don't be lazy. Hey. Just WhatsApping the whole day will not let the promises that have gone forth come to pass. No. Don't be lazy. Uh, you know something we are going to do, but we are going to do it tomorrow. I told you the signs of laziness. One of them, sleep. Sleep and what? Excuses, then procrastination. We'll do it tomorrow. So this year, Claude, don't be lazy. Get to the job. 
I said, get to what? The job. If you have passed your matric, the next thing is to enter into school. Not to... Look, when did the results come? No. Friday. Yeah, Friday. We have congratulated you enough on Saturday and Sunday. Monday, get to the job. you, You are taking one month to receive congratulatory messages. Why? We have said, oh, well done. Even to start with, the government put your name in the newspaper and said, you have passed. It's congratulations enough. Then as you have come home, your mother too has said, oh, you have done well, you have done well. It's okay. As your pastor, I'm also saying, well done. It's okay. Tomorrow, Monday, get to the job. Yeah. If you also didn't pass, tomorrow, you have cried enough. You cried on Saturday, you cried on Sunday. If Jesus died on the time your report came, by now he has risen. So tomorrow, get to the job. Yeah, get to the job. If it's rewriting, we are rewriting. And if you are not going to rewrite, what are you going to do? I mean, let's be serious. If you are not going to rewrite, what are you going to do? You can't sell beans. You have to rewrite. Let somebody say amen. Amen. I don't know why you are distracting me from my nice message that I'm coming to preach. Let me go on the stage. Maybe I'll start preaching. Now, the Bible says that don't be lazy, but be followers of them who have obtained the promise through faith and patience. I intentionally sweep the scripture around. Don't worry. So that you can understand what it says. Follow those who have obtained the promise. How did they obtain it? Through faith and patience. This year, if you will deploy faith and you will be patient, you will see the promise of God come to pass. That's what we need. These are the two keys Abraham used to obtain the promise. God had told you, I'll make you a father of nations. I will bless you. I will multiply you. You have to use these two things. So key number one, faith. Let's talk about faith for just two, three seconds. And we'll talk about patience also for four seconds. Then we round up. Then we go home. So number one, faith. What is faith? Faith is believing what God has said. Just believing what God has said. Believing it. The prophet has prophesied that it will be a year of good things. Believe it. I believe it with all my heart that this year only good things will happen to me. Yeah. Good things will happen. I believe it. So faith is believing it. Believing what the prophet has said. Just believe it. Hebrews 11, the Bible says, now faith is. So he starts to explain what faith is. He says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So he says, faith is what gives meaning to what you are hoping for. This year, what are you hoping for? You are hoping that you will marry? Faith is what gives substance to it. Faith is what makes what is intangible, tangible. It says, now faith is. Not faith was. Faith is. It still is. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith is what makes, is, is what provides evidence for what we cannot see. So you have not seen a beloved, 
by faith you know that my wedding is coming on. My, my wedding is coming on. Yeah. I mean, nobody has proposed to you. But faith is your evidence. You believe that look. My God. My God. November 11th, 2018. I'm, I'm going to walk down the aisle. So from time to time, when you are at home, you start to walk, you start to play the song in your mind. Pam, pam, panam. Pam, pam, panam. Pam, pam, panam. Pam, panam. Yeah. You are walking at the mall. Walking at the mall, then you see a bridal shop, then the song goes through your head. This song will be played for you this year. Yeah. You have not been called for an interview, but you wake up in the morning and you start preparing. This is how I'm going to interview. You wake up and say, well, when I'm going for the interview, this is the shirt I'm going to wear. When When I get there, this is how I'm going to sit down. And I'm going to talk to them. I'm working. I won't cross my legs. I'll just sit down straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, one day, I was going for an interview. I told you I have too many stories. So you come and be me. I didn't want to sit down. So since you have brought yourself. So we were waiting for to be interviewed. And I sat down. So as I was waiting, I crossed my leg like that. And I folded by just hey, you are a prophet. Shake my hands. Just like this. So I was sitting there and I knew that they had given us numbers. So I knew it wasn't my turn. Then suddenly they came to call me. So I said, well, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Je ne sais pas. Maybe I have just been promoted suddenly. Then they said, come, come. Then they took me to a certain room. They said, sit down. Then I sat down. Then they turned on the CCTV, the footage. And they showed me in the camera the way I was sitting. I didn't know I'd made a movie. It's the first time I saw myself in the movie. Then they said, the way you are sitting down, you'll be very lazy. Yeah. So then they gave me a train ticket. I was in England. They gave me a train ticket to go back to London. Yeah, that was the end of the interview. Since then, when they call me for any serious meeting, I don't cross my legs. <laughs> I don't cross. So, you too, when they call you for the interview, don't go and sit there and cross your legs. Ah, learn from mine. Follow them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Yeah. So listen. You, 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 that thing has not yet happened. You are hoping for it. 
begin to live it. Believe it as though it has happened. Believe it. Abraham believed God. Look, James, I think James 2.23, the Bible says, and the scripture was fulfilled that Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him righteousness and he was called a friend of God. He believed God. When God told Abraham, you are going to be a father of nations, Abraham was 90 years old. And Abraham, Genesis chapter 12, verse 5, Bible says, and Abraham was 90 years old when he departed from Haran. When God, after God had finished making that promise of Genesis 12, and the Lord said to Abraham, get thee out of your country, out of your kingdom, out of your father, into a land which I now bless you and I will make you a father of nations, and in this are all, that famous promise. Verse 5, the Bible tells us that, and Abraham, he was 90 years old when he departed. That's the day God made the promise. 90 years. Imagine on your 90th birthday, God comes to tell you, you are going to have a son. Hey, when people are 24, 25, 26, they are not being able to have sons. And you are 90. Your time has passed. When people who have degrees are not finding a job and all you have is matric. And a driver's license. And God appears to you and says, you will find a job. You look around and look at those who have degrees and master's degrees who have not found, found jobs. And you begin to say, mm, this thing, can it be true? Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? That's what you will say. But Abraham believed it. Bible says, he believed it. He, and, Bible says, and Abraham departed as the Lord had commanded him. As he heard the instruction, he said, I'll bless you. I said, oh, I'm going. He believed it. I would say he believed with no evidence that God imputed it to him for righteousness. Yeah. He's the only person I see in the Bible who, by something he did, God called him righteous. All of us, our righteousness is through Christ. Yeah. This year, be a person of faith. When you hear a prophecy, receive it. Look, our preaching should be filled with amens. I receive it. I'm telling you, faith, 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 just believe. I don't know how it will happen, but I believe it will happen. I believe it will happen. I don't know, but I believe it. I can't, when, I, when I add two and two together, it doesn't make four. But I believe. I believe it. Believe it. Learn to believe. Let's let's look. This year we are walking. Bible says the just shall live. Not by what you see. If you look at the things around you, I'm trying to imagine Abraham, this old man. What is the age age restriction for this service? Uh, okay, but I'm trying to imagine. You know, Abraham. Do you get it? Having to do the things that lead to having a baby. You see, and to do that, there are requirements. I mean, there must be what we call in science an erection. And that scientific reaction is caused by excitement. So you can imagine looking at a 90-year-old lady with all the wrinkles on her face, where will excitement be generated from? 
No, somebody help me. Where will it be generated? And 90, I mean, sometimes you want to take a pressing iron and iron her face so that it can be straight. So, I'm trying, but he believed. However, he generated that scientific reaction. I mean, Einstein, maybe you can tell, but I don't know. Faith. Belief. And it's believe that God has a plan for you. 2018, believe it. I'm telling you, believe that God really still has a plan for you. Things may not have gone the way you expected in 2017, but 2018 is the year of recovery. 2018, we will recover everything we lost in 2017. Everything. Every member we lost in 2017, we shall recover the member in 2018. Believe it. You, you know, when you are doing something you don't have faith in, it, you, you, won't put the, you won't put the effort that is needed. You are going to write mathematics. You don't have any faith that, look, this thing can be done. This thing can be done by you. You won't even put in the necessary effort. Yeah. You won't. But God is able. I said God is able to do what he said he would do. Paul said unto whom that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that he can ever ask, think or imagine. Yeah. Number two, I told you it's a short message. It's just warming up into 2018. Number two, patience. Even, even, even in, in, with faith, Hebrews, Hebrews 11, Bible says, verse 2, the Bible says, by it, the elders obtained a good report. By faith, the elders got a good report. By Abraham believing, God imputed it to him righteousness. It says, even by faith, we believe that the worlds were framed by the word of the Lord. That what is seen was not made out of what appears. That the world that we are in, we believe, through faith, we believe that God uses word to just create the world. This year, may you have a good report. Because you'll be a person of faith. When a prophecy comes forth, you believe it. One day I was invited to a place, I, I was in Joburg, and where I was sleeping, I came around 7 o'clock. Then I heard there were people there. And I said, oh, this type of, I mean, this type of people, people, is too much. So I'll come back. So I went to room in town. When it was midnight, I decided it's time for me to arrive. By that time, all the people in the house would have gone. When I got back at midnight, to my surprise, they were waiting for me. (laughs) These guys are stubborn. And not, not they, it wasn't like they were waiting for they were sleeping. No, they were all alive. Waiting. So when I got there, I didn't have a choice. I sat down. <laughs> you see, because it's not every day that we want to quote scriptures. This is something, a secret that church members don't understand. Church members think that every day, pastor wants to quote some scriptures. Do, do you see it? One day I was somewhere with one of our senior bishops, and then they were calling him for a certain meeting. Then he told the pastor that, look, any question they have, the answer is in the Bible. 
They should just read the Bible and let him be free. It's not every time that we have a scripture to quote to you. So I got there, sat with them for like an hour. They were chatting, we talked, we laughed, everything. Then I said, look guys, it's late. Go home. Then they were, they were, they said, okay, before they go, I should pray. There were husband, wife, husband, about four of them. Four couples. So I, when I prayed, I said, one of the things I prayed for, I said, Lord, bless them with babies. Then I finished the prayer. When I finished the prayer, one of them, I mean, all of them, each, each lady was carrying a baby at that time. As at the time I prayed. Then they all said, each baby that they were carrying, I prophesied into their lives that you, a year by now you have a baby. Each, all the babies that were there, all, I can picture one, two, three. So last week when Zama was giving her testimony, I remember that. They were all there. I said, have more, have more. If it's babies, I can prophesy into your life. Have more, have more, have more, more. I remember one of them where we were standing, where we, were, we traveled with her car. I'd never spoken to her before. I mean, she's in the church. I see her, but I never get the chance to. I mean, there are some of you like that in the church. As soon as the church closes, you disappear. So we never get to speak to you. Do you get it? This girl was like that. So when we were going for the trip, I intentionally said that I want to ride in her car. So as we were coming back, we were buying fuel. Then I called her aside. Then I just, because in the car we were talking generally. So I called her. Then I started to talk to her. So how's, I see your husband moving around. How are things? To cut a long story short, he said, we've been trying to have a baby. We've been married for three years trying to have a baby. We've not had a baby. I put my hand on her shoulder. I said, a year from now. You will have a baby. Not you, I mean. <laughs> no, my prophecies, they come to pass too quickly. I have to control them. I have to put a disclaimer on this one. Listen, listen, my time is finishing. I remember so clearly. Three months after that, it was September. It was September. December. I was after church. They said, she and her husband said they wanted to see me. So I knew that, oh, it's December. I mean, maybe they, they are traveling home. They want to come and say goodbye. You know the normal December story. So when I came. So I was just waiting for them to say it. So I'd already prepared a... A goodbye speech response. I mean, farewell, you know. And even a farewell prayer. I had this, I mean, everything packed up. I just needed to press play and give it to them. Then, then they said, oh, we want to tell you something. So, tell it. Tell it. <laughs> tell it. They said, oh, by the grace of God. I said, huh? We want to let you know. I said, eh, uh-huh. let me know. That we are pregnant. I said, both of you? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, we say evangelist, we have a miracle. Yeah, three months after she said she was pregnant. Nine months later, she had a baby boy. In fact, two of them, they all named their children Nathan, Nathan. Yeah. Baby. The other one who was there, 
we went to visit the one who I prophesied to at the filling station, at the garage. And they were carrying it. And she, his wife had had a baby, had become pregnant and miscarried. Do you get it? So you can imagine, just around that same season, about a month or so. And then I went with him to visit, because he was the shepherd of that, uh, that guy, to visit this new baby. So as we were there carrying the baby, taking pictures, I could feel his pain. So as we came out of the house, going to the car, I told him, brother, I prophesy, if I'm a prophet, I tell you, a year from now, you will have a baby. Yeah. No, no, not you. No, but yours is on the way. Yours a few months from now. Unless you want to go for number three. <laughs> yeah, I said, a year from now, you have a baby. And one year later, if you are here, you are believing for God for a baby. 2018, you have a baby. 2018, you have a baby. Hallelujah. Number two. Key number two. Patience. Key number two is what? Patience. It says, be followers of them who through faith and patience obtain the promises. Then he said, God made a promise to Abraham and he could not swear by anybody greater. So he swore by himself. In blessing, I'll bless you. Multiply, I'll multiply. The Bible says, and when he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. There's always a, a, a waiting period between the time of promise and the fulfillment of the promise. Many Christians have the faith to believe in the promise, but they don't have the patience to wait for it. They say, 2018, you are going to get married. So we are here. February, no beloved. March, a brother comes to walk around till April, then no show. June, we are not seeing anything. Kobiji comes around in July, August, disappears. You say, hey, God, time is running out. God, be serious, be serious. Time is running out. So like, let me help myself. Let me just help myself. Let me do something. So a brother who's moving around, not saying anything, now you want to propose to the brother. Now, sisters, let me say this thing in English so that you can hear me. Never propose to a guy. It's totally useless. Never chase a guy. No. You see, that period of the guy chasing you, proposing to you, being nice to you, is, is a special period. Of your life. To, it happens once. I mean, I'm talking about Christian, something that goes to, into marriage, not, I uh, mean, it has happened to me 19 times. Yes. We all know why. Look, it's hot today. Don't, 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 don't stir me up. It's a once in a lifetime experience. So that's the time you say, well, I don't, I want ice cream. 
not this flavor. No. Meanwhile, he has already gone to buy it and he has brought it. He's holding it. Say no. No, no, I don't want this one. I I want McFlurry. Oreo. And then when he brings it, you say, ah, but why didn't you why didn't you take the caramel one? And you brought the plane. Say, oh. Then he goes again. He brings the one with the caramel. Then you say, I've changed my mind. I don't want ice cream. Now I want yogurt. <laughs> I want yogurt. I'm watching my figure. I want yogurt. But you said you wanted ice cream. Yes. But I've changed my mind. At the time that I asked for ice cream, I wanted ice cream. But now, I want yogurt. Yeah. But you are moving around from province to province chasing a guy. Who trained you? Who taught you that? No. What was I saying before they distracted me? Patience. So then now you start to chase the, the guy. So that the guy can propose. So the guy is married in... Um, no. He didn't marry in Limpopo. He married in Newcastle. The Limpopo guy, he didn't marry her. He came to marry in Newcastle. And you are forcing yourself on him. No. Be patient. God can bring a guy who will just marry you like that. Boom. Yeah. See you once, twice. Oh, I like it. I want to marry her. Let's get to it. Then we will rather be delaying things and say, no, you need to do six months counseling. And the guy will be wondering, when at all will we finish six months? Yeah. <laughs> A lack of patience is what makes people start to cheat their way around. You can't wait for God's promise to come to pass. Then you start to cheat your way around. You start to steal. You start to do the wrong things. You start to compromise on what you believe. But patience, wait for it. Wait for it. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3, the Bible says, the vision, the promise, the prophecy is but for an appointed time. He says, in the end, it will speak. It will not lie. Do a tarry. Wait for it. Because, he explains why you should wait for it. He says, because it will come. Although it's, it looks like it's delaying, wait for it. Because it's for, an, it's for a set time. God has appointed a particular time for that prophecy to come to pass. He says, it will, at the end, it will speak. It will not lie. It's not a lie. It's a true prophecy. Just wait for it. Learn to wait for it. So you can't wait. So now you are putting all types of makeup. I mean, all types of makeup so that you can be seen. Yeah. All types. Putting all types of hair and all types of wigs. Yeah. Now, now even I hear they steal wigs. <clears throat> yeah. The new, the new robbery that has come is that as you are walking like that, then they just pull it up. Boom. 
then your Brazilian hair is gone. Yeah. 7,000 is in the hair, it's gone. Yeah, somebody was complaining of neck pains and everything. Then they told her that if you are carrying 8,000 rands hair on your head, why don't you expect, I mean, how are you surprised that your neck is aching? Surprise! Where on your head is eight thousand rands? I hear you are carrying eight thousand rands on your head, and it's no note, so it's coins. Why won't your neck be sore? Wait for the promise. Wait for, tell your neighbor, wait, be patient, be patient, and wait for the promise. It will come to pass. The Bible says, when Abraham, Abraham, when he had patiently endured, it means between the time that the prophecy is made and the time the prophecy comes, you have to endure things. You have to endure. I call it the working period. It's the period where you have to work. That's why he started from the beginning. That Don't be lazy. It's the time that you have to work. He said, this year, I'm going to be a very good shepherd. No problem. You have to work. You have to wake up and pray. You have to, you have to study the Bible. Grow in, the, in spiritual things. It's the working period. You have to patiently endure. From tomorrow, we are praying here for 21 days. How many of us will endure? How many of us will endure patiently from tomorrow? Tomorrow, the 8th of January, the church is very quiet. Yeah. Revelations 8 1 says what? And there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. So it's fine. From tomorrow, 8th of January, we are here praying for 21 days. We start our prayer and fasting tomorrow. How many will endure? You see, so from tomorrow, we'll start to eliminate some people from the promise. Unfortunately, unfortunately. You see, I'm your pastor, I love you very much, but I can't go through this for you. I can't go through it for you. From tomorrow, we are here. Kaya, Kaya, Kaya. Why? Because the prophecy is that it's a year of good things. And the secret to obtaining the good things is staying connected to the prophet. So, from tomorrow, we are coming to shaping our connection. The book we are using is here. The anointed and it's anointing. Every day from tomorrow, I'll share a secret from this book. For 21 days, God willing, we are here. Establishing our connection to the prophet. Which is the key to receiving the promise. That period to patiently endure. You see, we start to eliminate people. People will start to fall. I can't come to, okay, I came on Monday, Thursday, um, Wednesday, I'm tired, I can't come on Friday, Thursday. Um, you're already tired, you can't endure. And so, are we going to fast also next week to, 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 yeah, pastor. Pastor, why so early? Can't we do it in February? <sighs> hey, Pastor. Pastor, seriously, can we do only one week this week and then next month we'll do another one week? I mean, to all at the end. At the end, when we put it all together, it'll be 21 days. 
we are beginning to Lipondo, we are beginning to eliminate some people. We are beginning to eliminate some people. He said he had patiently. Patiently means he had waited. Endured means it was not easy. Imagine you have believed in a promise. You have told all your friends. This year, we are going to London. And the days are passing. And nothing is coming. Even home affairs doesn't want to release your passport. And the time is passing. And people's comments. Lutendo. And people's comments. And questions. Yeah. When we came on missions, questions. Hey, so? Hey, hey, when did you hear the question, your heart even breaks. Your heart even like, hey, what is this? It will even make you doubt what you are doing. But patiently endure. Patiently endure. Patiently endure. He said, he, Einstein, he patiently endured. Bible says, after after he had patiently endured, he did what? He obtained the promise. After you have endured and time has passed, you will get the promise. I pray that 2018, no promise that God has made to us will fall to the ground. That we will believe it and we will wait for it. We will believe it and we will wait for it. Yeah, we'll wait for it. We'll wait for it. This year we are running poverty out of the church. Amen. Oh yeah, we are chasing poverty. We are chasing poverty out of the church this year. Amen. Yeah. And the first way we are chasing it out is chasing it out of our minds. Yeah. Because poor people have a way of thinking. And that thinking leads them to poverty. The first thing a poor man thinks is, I don't have it. I can't afford it. That's the first thing. Anything we say, the poor man goes, I don't have money for it. Then you, as soon as, so you justify it to yourself. Like this book, I don't know, how much is it? 80 rands. Immediately, as I said, 80 rands. A poor person has said it. I mean, I don't have to use the prophetic to know it, but somebody has said, "Mm, 80, I don't have. From that time, you stop thinking. No, it's very simple. You stop thinking on how you can get a book. Because you have given yourself a justifiable reason why you can't. I mean, if I don't have the money, do you want me to go and steal the money? Pastor Spa, should I go and steal the money? So if I don't have it, nobody can blame me. Simple. Then you are cut off from every blessing that is inside this book. Cut off. But a rich person, you may not have the, the mullah, but your, in your mind, it's a rich mind. The rich person starts to think, how can I get it? How can I get it? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? He just starts to think, which opens you out into a world of possibilities. A world of possibilities. You, mean you start to think positively, progressively, but the poor man says, oh, they say what? Mountain of the Lord? Which mountain is that? Where, where is it? In Kenya? Ah, where is it in the Bible? Where is Kilimanjaro? In the Bible. I didn't see. I thought we are going to Horeb. 
What was the name of it? Sinai. Sinai, where God appears. But, mountain of the Lord. At least, let's go to Horeb. Where God appeared to Moses in the bush. At least, we will see the burning. You say we should go to Kilimanjaro. No. Immediately, you cut yourself off. This year, poverty is dying. I said this year, poverty is dying. And it starts by dying in your mind, in your mind, in your mind, in your mind. You think in your mind, I will not be poor. I am not poor. I'm begin- From today, I'm going to think like a rich man. There's a rich man I know who's my friend. As I, as I relate with him, I close. I'm on my, in fact, my preaching instrument is this one, is by the way. As I relate with him, I realize that he doesn't use money a lot. No, no, he doesn't use money a lot. Uses his head. Last time I discussed business with him, he's doing some oil something. And he's linking suppliers, producers with suppliers. And what he's doing is that he's just taking the fuel from these people, the oil from these people, to give to these people. That's all. He's not going to buy the oil. Neither is he, no. He's taking this guy's money to pay this one. And he's taking the commission from the middle. That's all. As he's doing the deal, they've brought in other partners. And then his share per a liter of the oil is going down. So I asked him, are you not worried? He said, why should I be worried? I don't even have one cent. I've not even put one cent in it. So... All they need to do is to make sure that we take the oil from these guys and give to this guy. Even if there are 20 of us making sure that it happens, it's not a problem. When they, these people get the oil and they pay the money, I'll get my share. Finish. That's all. He said, if they can reduce it to 50 cents per liter, as his profit, it doesn't matter. Then he told me, if they buy 1,000 liters, they buy 20, and when they are buying oil like that. They don't buy thousand. No, no. You go and you buy 40 liters into your car. They buy it in hundreds of thousands. So said, if they buy 100,000 liters and I get 50 cents from each of them, that is 50,000. I just, from each purchase, I just take it like that. I just take it like that. No, he said, there's no money in the thing. No, it's just. So, poverty is here. It's here. And we need to take it out of our minds. This year, may you break out of poverty in the name of Jesus. Amen. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer, please. Faith and patience. Those who inherit the promise through what? Faith and patience. Lift your hands and just thank God. Thank God for the revelation that good things are happening this year. Good health, good marriages, good jobs, good, good everything. Good health, good cars, good houses, anything you can think of which is good is coming your way. Pray now that you will believe and you will, you will wait. In the time of testing, in the time of trial, that you will stand. You won't fall away. You won't fall away. 
You won't say, look, I'm tired. I did this last year. I can't do it again. I did it two years ago. I can't do it. I'm tired of trying. But rather, you will believe. You will believe. You will believe. You will believe. Father, help us to believe and to endure. Let us be like Abraham. Let us be like Abraham. Who believed. Who believed. Who believed. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Waiting on you. Waiting on you. Patiently waiting on you. Patiently waiting on you. I ain't worried about the time. Cause Lord, I see too far. My strength while I'm waiting on you. Let's sing it again. Waiting on you. Waiting on you. Patiently waiting on you. I'm not worried about the time. I ain't worried about the time. Cause Lord, I seek to find my strength while I'm waiting on you. I'm not worried about the time. I ain't worried about the time. Cause Lord, I seek to find my strength while I'm waiting on you. Father, we are waiting on you. We are not worried about how long it will take. For we are certain that the vision will speak at the end. It will not lie. Though it tarries, we will wait for it. Because it will come. It will not tarry. Thank you for sharing with us these simple truths that Abraham deployed to receive the promise. We give you glory. We give you praise. I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. Lift your hands. I pray for every hand lifted. I pray for strength and grace to come from heaven above to every hand that is lifted up to you. As we journey into this year, Fill us with strength and help us through the year. Let the works of our hands flourish in the name of Jesus. Let our fingers, your word declares that you teach our hands to war and our fingers to fight. Teach our hands to war and our fingers to fight. In every endeavor of our lives. Let the church prosper. Let the church flourish. Let it be filled. Let it be filled here. Let it be filled in Deban. Let it be filled in Popomeni. Let it be filled in Sweet Waters. Let it be filled on campus. Let it be filled in France. Let it be filled everywhere. Let it be filled in Howick. Everywhere that we have a church. Let it be filled. Let it be filled. 
let it grow. Let us see explosive growth. Every church represented here, every bus center represented here, may it receive the grace to grow and to flourish. I pray for every member that is here today, every family that is represented here, let them see your grace in their lives. Let them see you manifest yourself strongly in their lives. In the name of Jesus. Let the year be filled with countless testimonies. Countless testimonies. Countless testimonies. Financial testimonies. Academic testimonies. Testimonies that have to do with our health. Our spiritual life. Everything. Families. May we receive testimonies. Breakthroughs that will testify of your goodness. May we always have a song to sing. Always a song to sing of your goodness. Your word declares that how God turned around, when the Lord turned around the captivity of Zion, we're like them that dream. May you do things for us that we'll feel like we are dreaming. Then our hearts and our mouth be filled with laughter and singing. This year, may we laugh. Lord, may we laugh this year. May this year be filled with laughter and singing. May our enemies not rejoice over us. May we rejoice over our enemies. In the name of Jesus. May we always have a reason to laugh. May we have a reason to always celebrate and to sing to your glory. We thank you for a good year. We thank you for a blessed year. We thank you even for the prophecy that has gone ahead of us. That through it, we will wait a good warfare in the year. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. My God. I see something good coming your way. I see it. I, 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 can, I can almost touch it. Something good is coming your way. Give two, three people a high five. Say, something good is coming my way. Something good is coming my way. Something good is coming your way. Something good is coming my way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming your way. Hallelujah. Let us put our hands together finally for Jesus. Wow. Well, you may be seated in the presence of God. You are here. Maybe you don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Every eye closed. Please remain seated. Every eye closed. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You want to say, Pastor? I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven when I die or I'll go to hell. Please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. You are here like that. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Just lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. From where you are sitting, just lift up your right hand. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. 
Thank you for those hands. Lift it up. Lift it high above your head. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll just pray with you quickly. You lifted up your hand. Just come to me. I'll pray with you. My brother, just come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray. This is one of the good things that is happening to you this year. That is happening to you this year. Pray with me. Hold my hand. Let's pray. Say this. Look at me. Say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I come to you, I come to you just, as I am. just as I am. Please forgive me, Please forgive of, all me of all my sins. I receive you, I receive as, my Lord you as my Lord and my Savior. And my Savior. Please write my name write in, the in the book of life. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus from, today, from today, I am born again. I, born again. I will love you. I will, you. I will serve you. For the rest of my life. Thank you Jesus. For dying to save me. Amen. Let me pray with you. Father thank you for these two. Let your blessing that make rich and add no sorrow be their portion. In the name of Jesus. I pray for healing. For my brother right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe you have been blessed. By this life transforming message. By Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.